I don't know how many of y'all grew up in church, but I feel like we're at a time in our lives that we just got to keep stirred up. Um, I don't know if you guys know what vaccinations should do, but uh, let me just give you a little lesson real quick. But when they, when they invented the vaccinations, I'm not talking about the latest one, but when they invented vaccinations, they gave you a little bit of the virus, whatever they were trying to inoculate you, so that your body would attack it and build up immunity towards it, so that if it ever came, it would be fought. So I believe that as a church, especially those of you who have been in the church a long time, and maybe kids grown up in the church, we have to be careful that we haven't inoculated ourselves or our kids against the gospel. You know, if we've just given our, we bring our kids to church on Sunday morning, or we come to church on Sunday morning, and that's it, that's what we're doing. We're giving ourselves a taste of it so that we can feel good, but then we can live like what, however we want to live during the week, and we've basically denied the power of Christ to transform us. So I want to stir you up this morning and remind you, just like we remembered, remind you of who God is. So we talked about Jesus and what he did. So I've got a little illustration. You know, you can take the teacher out of children's church, but you can't take children's church out of the teacher. So here's my little illustration. Isn't he the cutest thing? I just love him. <laughs> He's so cute. And so, you know, Jesus is a lot of things. He's our lamb. And in John, go ahead and put that up, John 1.29. John the Baptist is seeing Jesus come, and he says, Behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Up until that time, up until that time, every year, because you sinned every year. I don't know if you've read Leviticus, but you sinned a lot because there's all kinds of rules. But every year you had to go get a spotless lamb and you had to take it to the temple. And the priest would go in once a year and he would sprinkle the blood on the mercy seat. And it was such a serious event that they tied a rope around the priest because what if he had done something that he didn't know he'd do, and he would be in the presence of a holy God, and they, he would die? Well, no one could go in, because they would die too. So they tied a rope around him so that if he died, they could pull him out. That's the only way they could do that. So once a year, they had to do that. So Jesus was our lamb. John even said, there, he was prophesying, there's the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You know, they, we had to do it once a year. The blood of the Lamb was not, it was only good for once a year. But when Jesus came, he was spotless, and he did it once and for all. So he is our Lamb. And I want to remind you that Jesus is our Lamb. He's the Lamb of God. When he, and we're going into the Easter season, and I'm sure you're going to hear lots of sermons on it. But Jesus was our lamb. He came, he suffered, and he walked victorious. And he suffered on the cross. And he shed his blood that not just covered our sins, but washed it away. 
so that, and then you're on that day. See, in the, in the Old Testament temple, there was a big veil that separated the holy of holies from everybody. You could not go in. The only person to go in, just like I said, was the priest. It separated, and the veil was torn when Jesus died. And it was not just torn. It was torn from the top for the bottom, and it was a big old veil. It was, I mean, that's in history. You can't refute that. It was torn. You can go in now, but guess what? The only way you can go in is because of the blood of the lamb. And if you try to go in without the blood of the lamb, you will probably die. <laughs> no, he is holy. So we think this is what Jesus did. He is our lamb. I'm going to put him, he'll distract you. He's so cute. <laughs> but he is our lamb. And we know that. And, and when we get saved, we remember, you know, I was sinful. And now Jesus, he took my place on the cross. And we love him for that. You know, and when I think of the lamb, we think of cuteness, we think of love and the, everything God did for us. He loved us so much that he gave his only son. We love. So when I think of the lamb, I think of love and what he did and his sacrifice. And we need to know that, especially when you're just getting saved. We, and we need to remind ourselves every month or every day. We need to remember what he did for us. But there's another side. As we grow, Pastor Margaret talked about being mature, a mature church. Pastor Brad is talking about relationship. As we grow in our relationship, as we grow as a church, as we mature, we find that we learn more about God. His aspect, his many aspects have grown. And there's another aspect I want to introduce you to. And in Revelations 5, go ahead and put it up, Larry. Let me see which one I want. Um, 5-2. This is in Revelations, John's seeing a vision. And he said, uh, and I saw a strong angel who shouted with a loud voice, who is worthy to break the seals on the scroll and open it? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll and read it. Then I began to weep bitterly, this is John, because no one was found worthy to open up the scroll and read it. But one of the 24 elders said to me, stop weeping, look, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the heir to David's throne, he has won the victory, he is worthy, he is worthy. You know, if you're going to be a mature Christian, you're going to know Jesus as the lamb and the lion. When we see the lamb, we want to run and we want to hug. But I guarantee you, if a lion walked in this place today, we would walk very carefully and we'd watch what we do. There's a holy reverence that we as the church have forgotten about the almighty God. He's the creator of heaven and earth. He is El Shaddai, El Shaddai, the almighty, the almighty. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the 